0: Hi I'm Andy Petro. Uh, I want to tell you about an experience that I had many years ago. It was 1955. It was this two days before graduation from high school and our class decided to take a picnic out in the uh, out in the nearby lake. So we got all packed up and ready to go and we got there and it was a beautiful summer day. It was cold. The water was cold because this was in Michigan and the water doesn't warm up very much there. And so we had lunch and, and uh, playing some games and things. And then all of a sudden I could see some of my friends on a floating raft, floating platform out about uh, 1,500 yards away. And they were waving at me to swim uh, to out and meet them. I really didn't want to get in the water because the water was too cold. So I did a, a running dive into the water and now, and it really was cold. And now I'm swimming out to the platform, and I get about halfway there, and I start getting cramps in the lower part of my uh, lower part of my abdomen, and and now I can't kick, and now I'm starting to splash around, and waters I'm choking on some water. Water's going down, and, and now I'm underwater, and and now I'm 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 starting to panic because it, 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 I I don't know what to do. I'm stuttering even as I'm thinking about it. And, and then all of a sudden I pop up again above the water and I and my head go, is above the water and I'm looking around what what can I see and I can see the, the the guys on the platform I can't yell because there's water in my throat and mouth and everything and so I'm waving and they're waving back at me so they must think we're playing some kind of game and and then I go down again and I never come up and now now I'm it's cold it is so cold I'm shivering uh, I it, it Just, just, just violently cold, and as I go down deeper and deeper, it starts to get darker, and and now all of a sudden I can feel weeds at the at my feet. There, weeds at the bottom of the lake, and and I'm and I'm slating into the weeds, and then all of a sudden, I hit bottom, and I and I hit bottom in a sitting position, and now oh man, i I I start to start to feel better because. I think I can push myself out of the sitting position and get to the top of the lake again. And when I push my my arms down again, now it's worse than being sitting there because now I'm stuck. and And at this moment, everything is is screaming in my body. I, i'm I'm dying. I, I finally admit that I'm dying. And then all of a sudden there's a voice in my head, and it's a voice that that I remember, but I don't know who it is. And the voice says, Andy, you need to stop and rest for a while. And then I'm talking to myself in my head, and I'm saying, are you crazy? i got to get up. I need at least one breath of air. That's all I ask, is one breath of air. And the voice says to me, Andy, you really need to rest. So just relax and let go. And I said, I, 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 I can't do that. And the voice says again, you need to let go. And so I say to the voice, okay, do you promise? that if I let go, uh, I'll, I'll be able to get to the top. And the voice says to me, uh, if you let go, everything will be fine. I said, okay, you promise? And the voice says, yes, I promise. So then I said, okay, I'll let go. And the moment that the word go formed in my mind, I popped out of my body. And in a what I call a moment of no time, I'm, I'm, at one point I'm in my body and at the next point, I'm in this tunnel. And I don't remember going to the tunnel. It was just now I'm in my body, now I'm in the tunnel. And, I, and, and in the tunnel, I'm warm, I'm happy. I can breathe again. I can I'm I'm just filled with the joy and a unconditional love that's it was so stark. it was so such a, a, a change from complete terror to complete ultimate ecstasy in in a minute of no time and and, the, and I'm I'm just so completely happy. I look down and and I can see a body and I'm saying, funny, I can see that because it was dark down there. and I look, and, yep, that's my body. I don't care and I look and I didn't care. At the moment that I saw my body at the bottom of the lake, I didn't care about my life. I didn't care about being on Earth because I, I knew I was home. And then I turned in the other direction. And now I'm looking at a a spot of light. And the light is not very big, but it is so bright it should be burning my retinas. And I'm saying, wow, now that's a bright light, but it doesn't hurt. And and now I feel myself being drawn like a like a magnet, like a giant magnet, the magnets pulling me through pulling me through the tunnel, and I'm starting to get closer to the light. And then all of a sudden, in a moment of no time, I'm no longer in the tunnel. Now, I'm in the middle of a giant sphere about the size of a soccer coliseum, huge. And I'm hovering in the middle of this ball in the inside of the ball and around it, all 360 degrees, everywhere I look, are little motion picture screens of all of my lives and of all of the things that I'm doing. And and the light is next to me. I, I don't see it, but I feel it and I know it's there. And the light and I start to communicate about all of these events in all of my lives. And and I could see them all and nothing was confusing. I understood everything. I could understand all the lifetimes, I could understand all the things it did. And, and when I would focus on any one particular screen, <clears throat> I would relive it. Only now, as I'm reliving it, I'm reliving it knowing the feelings and, and the effect that I have on the people that I'm communicating with in that scene. So if I'm, if I'm with my family and talking to them about something, I know what they're thinking as I'm talking. So that because nothing's hidden, nothing is unknown. Everything is transparent. And 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 I go from from all my various lives, from being female, from being on other planets, it on and on. And it was it seemed like I was there for, for months. But obviously in Earth time, I was only under I was only drowned for somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes. Otherwise I wouldn't be here saying this. So so and then as as I'm looking at these things, finally in another moment of no time, now I'm not in a sphere, I'm back in the tunnel. And now I'm really close to the light. I'm as close to the light as as I am to the screen on my computer. And and I'm standing there and the light says, Andy, I love you. And I'm impressed because it knows my name. (laughs) And then the light says, Andy, we love you. And when the light says, we love you, the whole background uh, and the light kind of disappear. And now there are thousands and millions and trillions of other lights, just like me. And they say in one chorus, welcome home, Andy. And at that point in time, I was absorbed into the light. I became the light. I wasn't greater than the light. I wasn't less than the light. I was a piece, a holographic piece of the light. And it's the most fantastic feeling that as, as, a, as a human, I could ever imagine. It's indescribable. And at that moment, I knew everything. What do you mean, Andy? I mean, I knew everything. There was nothing I did not know. So people often ask me questions. Well, uh, when, when you were in the light, did uh, did you ask them about the war and peace? And all? I said, no, I didn't ask them. There was no reason to ask questions because I knew it all. There was nothing that was unknown. And now, now I'm with the light and w- the light is really funny. The light has a fantastic sense of humor. Laughter, fun. When we were looking at my, my life review in The Big Sphere, we, the light would say, Andy, look how upset you got over that. You know, in the long run, it doesn't mean anything. Why don't you loosen up? Why don't you lighten up? Why don't you have more fun while you're on the planet? You're only going to be there for a little while because it's not real. Earth life is not real. It's it's like a play. It's like a, a movie. It, it There's... Eight million actors on the planet, and they're all playing a role. They come with different costumes, different religions, different races, different sex, different all of these things. But once the costumes are gone and taken off, when the play is over and you're back in a light, the costume comes off. And what do you know? We're all one. We are all the same. We're made out of the same stuff. There is no difference between me and you. There is no difference between you and anybody else. There is here. We're dressed in costumes to be different, to experience, experience things that you can't experience in the life. You can't experience something that you already know. I can't experience talking for the first time because I've been talking all my life. But when I first started to talk, When I said my first couple words, that was really exciting to me. When I'm in the light and 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 knowing things, it's different than experiencing them. So in order to experience the light, tells me that and I I know anyway because I know everything. What I lower my vibrations because everyone has their own unique vibration. That's what makes you and me different. Lower my vibrations so that I can incarnate and be born on planet like Earth. And now live a life, doing things and experiencing things that I would like to experience. And when I experience them, you experience them. Everybody experiences them. It. It, it's it's contributed to the whole. There is only one one, and everything that exists, that ever exists, that will exist, is in that oneness. And it, and it's a it's a wonderful, exciting, fantastic experience that I remember in. Using this costume called Andy Petro of Ukrainian descent living in the United States of America in 2022. That's and I'm reading my script and doing what I'm supposed to do while I'm still here. Waiting until my character is done with this story and I can get out of here and get back where I belong. So 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 that that whole process of of being in the light was just incredible and it seemed like i had been there for years maybe hundreds of years but in the light since there is there is no time there is no there is no hierarchy there is no judgment there is no separation we're all one not in a dull boring way but in a happy exciting ever ever evolving ever new experiences in the light And then all of a sudden, the light says to me, Andy, you have to go back. (laughs) I said, whoa, no, 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 you you got the wrong guy. I'm not going back. And the light says the second time, Andy, you're going back. And I said, didn't you hear what I said? There's no reason for me to go back to that planet. I'm home. And the light says to me the third time, Andy, you're going back. And when I heard the word back, the K in back, I felt myself being stuffed back into my body. The most horrible feeling that I can ever imagine. Just as the most exhilarating experience I could ever imagine was when I left my body back and went back into the light. The the most horrible one that I've experienced was going back into my body. I didn't want to be there. I still don't want to be here but I'm doing what I'm going to do. So as I'm hearing all this and I'm laying on the sand, I'm I'm on my stomach and my head's turned and they're pushing on my lungs to get the water out of my lungs. This was back before CPR. This was back in the fifties and I'm coughing the water out. By the way, I never lost consciousness. This is a complete stream from the moment that I I left my body at the bottom of the lake until the moment that I went, got back into my body on the sand at the lake. There, were, there are no blank spots. It's a continuous flow of consciousness. So my body was done. It was laying there getting ready to become fish food. And I wasn't there. I was in the light. And then when I came, when they found the body, and I don't know who found it, and I didn't care because I didn't care about my body. All I cared about was being in the light. And so when I got up, they said, oh, Andy, boy, tell us what happened. Tell us what did it feel like to drown? And I said, I can't remember a thing. I said my first big lie. I said, I remember nothing. It's all a blank. And that was not true. The vivid details that I'm talking about right now happened almost 70 years ago. And as I'm talking to them right now, I have the same feelings that I had in 1955 at the bottom of the lake. I've relived it thousands and thousands of times, and it never changes. And I, the, the, the joy and the ecstasy of being in the light is, is there are no words. Everyone will know because everyone will get that experience because we all come here, we all go back. And we do it over and over again in various permutations in various galaxies in various worlds whatever it's a it's a it's a never-ending story so i got up and then i'm saying to myself well i can't tell anybody i i never spoke of this to anyone for almost 30 years and in 1955 there wasn't even a word for what i experienced Near-Death Experience wasn't created until in the late 70s by Dr. Moody, who phrased it and framed it NDE, Near-Death Experience. When I read his book for the first time back 25 years later, I was coming back from a business trip. I saw the book, Life After Life. Uh, I picked it up. I just decided to buy it. I didn't even open it up to look in it. I bought it, put it in my coat pocket, and I came home from the airport. When I got home, we had dinner, kids, everybody goes to bed. And I said, I, I found this book. I'm going to read it, so everybody go to bed. I'll, I'll go to bed in a little bit. So I went back, went to the closet, got my book out, and started reading life after life. And I read the whole thing in one setting till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I couldn't put it down, and tears were coming out of my eyes because I knew after all this time, I wasn't crazy. All of the cognitive dissonance that was in my head, trying to forget something that I can't forget, afraid to tell anybody of what I remember, was a horrendous 25, 30 year period. And now all of a sudden, I'm not crazy. That's a wonderful feeling to know that you're not crazy when you really think you're crazy for your heart and nothing ever makes sense. Nothing in the that I experienced in the light made sense with anything that I was taught and anything that I was being brought up. None of that stuff made sense to me, okay? Finally, now I know it's a near-death experience. And once I acknowledged that, then I started to remember even more. Then, oh, yes, now I know. So I'm still still really wondering and waiting to get back home. That's my whole point. I wanna go back home. And obviously it's gonna happen soon. In the meantime, I'm doing the best I can to, number one, feel joy whenever possible. Why I'm here isn't important. What's important is that I am here and what I'm choosing to do is help people feel better about themselves and help get them to know that there is a home. I've been there and I'm ready to go back. I got, the, I got the return ticket in my back pocket, carry it with me all the time. As soon as I find out where the flight is, I'm on it. I'm out of here. <laughs> so anyway, that's what it means to me. It's a very, very happy process. I'm, I'm just waiting, in a good way, waiting for, for the return home, and it's so obvious to me, and it's so simple for me, I, and I'm, I I like being happy, I like being silly, I like, I like joy, because I I when I remember the light, the light was a happy place, the light was filled with joy and humor. I, I say that the, that the light's like the greatest stand-up comic there is because the light told me the reason why I'm here is to experience joy. And, and the reason why everybody, why, why exists at all is, is to be joy. And it's very simple. It's not complicated. It's, it's choosing to love rather than hate. It's the choice. And, and while, while I'm here, what I'm trying to do more often than not is choose love over hate. Can't do it all the time because I'm a human being like everybody else, but I can try to do more often than not love over hate, smile rather than to be angry. And it there's nothing profound It's simple acts of joy to make someone else happy. And since we are all one, when I make someone else happy, that makes me happy. When I hate someone else, I'm hating myself. If I hurt someone else, I'm hurting me. There is no separation. There is no hierarchy. We are all one and we are all one in the light. I am a holographic piece of the light that lowers my vibrations low enough so that I could be born on a planet called Earth in the solar system in the Milky Way galaxy during the time of 1937 to 2022, which brings us to today, and it's fine. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.